It's bonus episode time. I had a great time talking to Farmer Dave and the Sheriff from the Animal Farm Band who just put out their very first album, Run Free. And if you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show, you can hear the song Hippopotamus. Hope you enjoy. Had a blast talking with these guys. They're super funny and super fun. If you're in the Chicagoland area this summer, you should definitely check them out. This is David and Seth from Animal Farm, Chicago. You're listening to Good Stuff Kids Podcast. So you guys are doing a lot of like library stuff and things like that. It sounds like seems like you're hooked up, like hooked in at least. We're trying. We do. Uh, we work with a nonprofit called Urban Gateways that does a lot of programming in Chicago public schools and through the Park District and the uh, Cultural Center. And so they've been really great for us in terms of booking gigs in CPS. And more recently, we were. Um, accepted to be in the talent showcase for the Illinois Suburban Parks and Rec Association. And that was surreal um, because you have 200 people tabling with their gimmick and their shtick trying to convince parks to hire them for the summer. Um, And so it's everything from Chicago's premier heart tribute band. Uh, And they do heart (laughs) tribute. And there's like... uh, there's some tribute bands that like mix two different bands and then that's their shtick. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, you know, an aisle of children's artists. <clears throat> and so that's actually opened up a lot of doors for us as well. Uh-huh. Um, and the libraries are, are newer, but we just played at a library conference uh, for the Illinois. Uh, it was the Reaching Forward Conference for the Illinois Library Association. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, there were like maybe a thousand librarians at the conference center in Rosemont and... Uh, we got to perform for some of them early in the morning. Last we performed week. for like 25. <laughs> <laughs> but we did Perfect. table as well there that day. So it was really fun. Yeah, that, so Urban Gateways is the thing that we sort of started off with here in Chicago, and that connected with a lot of schools. And then the Suburban Parks thing has led to a series of outdoor public shows this summer. And now the, we're hoping the Reaching Forward Conference will get us a little bit more into the library market. And then birthday parties is another... Yeah, and, really fun uh, for busking we want to like get out and uh <laughs> yeah we're gonna be with, at farmer's markets this summer i have no yeah, work maybe like you can combine so. like busking with birthday parties like just find out where people are having birth and just set up right outside the house. gorilla <laughs> birthday party entertainment <laughs> and then walk around with like a basket just like receiving alms <laughs> Uh, well, it occurs to me that we haven't formally introduced you. Um, very uh, just jumped right in. So, I want to welcome Dave and Seth from Animal Farm to the Good Stuff Kids Woo-hoo! podcast. This is a uh, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. I should be upfront and and say that I have known Dave. Uh, for many years, and we've reconnected recently, which is one of the beauties of of doing this. And I was thrilled to see that he's he's making it happen. As a, I think, in some way, shape, or form, as a as a kids musician, and I think that uh, he's there with his collaborator and co founder of the band Seth. And um, welcome to the show, fellas. Thanks. Thank you so much. We're really happy to be here. Nice. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we started this whole Animal Farm thing back in Boston because we both lived there. Uh-huh. And we're, we were both in other bands in Boston and knew each other sort of through the music scene. And uh, we both were teachers. And that kind of was like the thing that really 
connected us on top of both being bass players. But he's better at bass, so I play guitar in this band. We're actually in on character stage. all the time. All the time. Um, so speaking of character, you do have Animal Farm, like, a.k.a. nicknames that you go by. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Farmer Dave. And I'm the sheriff. Okay. And we kind of are a little yin and yang of the band where I'm very sensitive and uh, compassionate and Seth's like a leader and tough and we both kind of push each other to grow uh, throughout the show. Uh And I'm going to just... Sorry about that. Uh, my wife was calling me, but you can't hear it because we're recording directly through the app. Uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah, so good. Um, well, what, talking to wives is very important. So if you have to take the call, no, it's everyone, okay. we everyone, talk everyone, all the time. Everyone in good stuff <laughs> land will understand. Um, okay, so the sheriff, you're the yeah. Sheriff. So yeah, tell me more. It's a, it's a, it's a, hopefully. Hopefully it's a positive law enforcement official in the in the eyes of the children because uh, we all know that that's not always the case. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, on the uh, so each of our characters, we we also have a couple other characters that we can talk about in a few minutes. But each character sort of goes through uh, some kind of um, growth growth during the course of our stage show. So like we do music and we also do sketches and storytelling in our show. So. For the sheriff, we we decided to sort of talk about, you know, facing your fears. And as the sheriff, I pretend that I I'm not afraid of anything. Uh-huh. You know, he's repressing some stuff. I can tell by <laughs> looking at you that you are not afraid. I'm really not. Look, nothing scares me on the face except of this good for earth. Except for we we ask the children to share what they might be afraid of. Uh-huh. One of them will invariably say spiders. Oof. At which point I freak out. It's something that the sheriff shares with the actor who plays him, Seth, is that we were both terrified of spiders. Uh-huh. And so I freak out uh, when I see. Oh, so then as he's like talking to the, the audience, I come out in a spider outfit. Oh. I have it's all black with tentacles that tentacles. No, no legs. What are the, antennae. <laughs> legs. Sorry. Both legs and antennae. Antennae. Ten- legs. Antennae. The antennae are like have staples that stick into my head during the show. So I, I it's sometimes hard to stay. Like he suffers positive. for his art, but this yeah, giant yeah. spider comes out. Oh, and I, and I just like, he scares, the, he scares him. He scares him a lot. Scared. And, a lot. And, yeah. and then we explain that the spider whose name is Boris and a nice little tribute to the who, who are great. Um, the, Boris is actually a vegetarian. So rather than like trying to drink the sheriff's blood, he prefers tomato juice and pickled tofu and things like that. And then we have a song called The Vegetarian Spider, which is then kind of a hilarious look at that paradox of uh, a vegetarian spider. Though there is one brand. That's sort of the song that started it all, too, with Animal Farm is The Vegetarian Spider. That's sort of where we got our we got our start. Maybe you could play a little bit of that song. For, oh, I'd be more than happy to. Your, of course, of course. For your but, uh, so is, is all of Animal Farm's uh, repertoire animal based? I don't know if that's the way to say that, but that's like, yeah. I mean, there's no animal testing involved well, in the good. production of our. Yeah, no animals were harmed in the writing of our it, songs. Okay, that's um, good to know. Some uh, yeah, so they're all kind of using animal metaphors and allegories to uh, explore 
the different challenges and triumphs that we saw our own students kind of dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So, um, so we have a snake that sheds its skin. That's a metaphor for going through changes and growing older, or we have our vegetarian spider, which teaches us to sort of like, you do your thing. I do my thing. Uh, we have a a lot of self-expression songs. We have why be a pigeon when you could be a peacock. And it's not that there's anything wrong with pigeons, but you know, it's about encouraging people to be expressive and comfortable as themselves and not really worrying about, uh, you know, what others think. We have a song called Glitterbug, um, which the lyrics to the first verse are, I'm not a worker bee, I move at my own speed, I'll make my own honey, and all the sweeter it will be. And so really thinking about um, creating conversations with kids and not necessarily coming up and telling them what they should think, but providing space and asking questions um, in a way that maybe um, fosters conversations after we're done playing for them, right? After they, right. after the city's done. Yeah. It sounds like the, uh, the stage show is very interactive. Um, and I think that I can tell that that's based on the experience that you guys have had working with kids. So that's a, that's a, a, a good good place to start um so i uh there's comedic aspects to your show right like so there's yeah. sketch comedy and um are you guys trained comedians are you pros with something that we've uh both enjoyed being engaged no in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that the first rule of improv never say no Yes, and yes, and um, we are always continuing to improve and get better. Yeah, so um, yeah, no, no formal theatrical training though. I've been involved with uh, various forms of community and political theater um, in my twenties, um, from writing Purim spiels for the Boston Workmen's Circle for five years, helping to write that, to uh, being involved with uh, kind of more community and activist organizations in college. Um, so this has been kind of a, a, a new challenge, but you know, one of the things about being an educator is you're kind of doing improv all the time, right? Yes. And is key to facilitating a creative and engaging, uh, space learning space, especially cause neither of us really have worked that much as classroom teachers, but do a lot more around the arts working in after school programming. I know Seth taught classroom music for a while. Um, is that we really have learned to engage with groups of children um, and be open to spontaneity and welcome it. And so that's been really um, a fun learning process for us. Also, Urban Gateways gives us feedback for all of our shows, Mm -hmm. and we do professional developments through that. Um, So... Cool. Um, Yeah, I just to to piggyback on what Dave's saying, teaching is such a a wonderful opportunity to, like... uh, be reactive and responsive to, to what the children have to contribute. I think that's, that's such a, a great part of what we do in animal farm is that, uh, you know, being responsive to, Oh, the kids come up with this idea when we ask this question or, uh, how does that like lead us to, to maybe try something different in the future? So yeah. it's a really, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun to do that. That's awesome. So you, I, uh, Full disclosure: I read about you guys. I read up. I did research, and uh, it looked like you. What are your said, sources? <laughs> I believe it was Doctor Google. Uh, oh, yeah, so uh, you did not well, actually write the book Animal Farm. You did that not. Might, that might be misleading. <laughs> not at all. Not for me. I'm a sleuth. <laughs> I figure that one out quick. 
Awesome. Um, so let's uh, let's talk Animal Farm for a moment. You're on the verge of putting out your record, right? Like, yeah, I was going to hold it up for the video, but I realized yeah. this that's not being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's an eight song album called Run Free, uh-huh. and uh, it has some of the songs that we've already mentioned on it, and uh, we've been recording it for. Uh, we started quite a while ago. Four, over four years ago, we oh, started wow. recording. It's basically the, the story of the band up until this point. And um, we recorded it with our friend in Boston. We tracked it all. Uh, Ariel Bernstein, who has... Um, he's worked with some pretty big artists. Uh, he helped engineer um, the band uh, Darling Side, which has recently blown up. Uh, they they were on like World Cafe and stuff like that. Um, and he built a home studio for Ray LaMontagne. Who I love. You love him. You I love him. I sing his songs to my wife, actually. Uh, not with instrumentation, just like while she's sleeping. Um, and so anyway, actually, uh, he tracked us. And then we here in Chicago, I we both played with other projects. And we got introduced to an engineer and producer who worked with Wilco on the Mermaid Avenue discs with Wilco and Billy Bragg. And also uh, worked on Summer Teeth. And produced a Nico Case album. And so through those connections, we were able to have him mix and master our album. So it went from sounding like some friends who recorded a CD together to an actual professional uh, quality album. And so we're really excited about that. And we were uh, heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, right? And it was worth the money. It was great. We did a Kickstarter, um, and we were able to upgrade our, our show equipment, but really pay for this album to come out, which is it's our baby. Cool. That we keep in boxes in the other room. Yeah, so this summer we're going to go on the, the run-free tour to support uh, our I, album and try and reduce the number of boxes of CDs we have. Yeah, uh, you're going to edit this, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, me more about the babies you keep in boxes. <laughs> no, it's a CD. It was, it, it was, uh, it was a euphemism. <laughs> I know. Kids, you know, the word euphemism is when you say something that means something else, but it kind of means what you're saying. Um <laughs> So, um, so yeah, yeah me, we're going to be playing about, throughout the suburbs. Yeah, tell me about um, upcoming dates. So yeah, we're playing. We just played at the Illinois Library Association conference. We're playing um, this summer in Homewood Flossmore. We're playing in Bloomingdale. We're playing in Cary. These are all suburbs of Chicago, um, and uh, the, all park district gigs. Uh, we're hoping to get a couple more Chicago Cultural Center gigs this summer, um, and we're just kind of we did that last year. We're hoping to play that by year. Um, and then just really promote the album. Uh, we have a like a managing PR consultant that we've been working with mm-hmm. who used to manage Ralph's World, which is one of the larger children's acts nationally uh, for a while and um, hoping to just get some press. So how, can, uh, how can Good Stuff podcast listeners connect with you, find out about tour dates? What's the best way for, for folks who are interested to, uh, to find you? Animalfarmband.com. Mm-hmm. Even is, better yet, like us on Facebook. Uh-huh. And but so those are both ways. Those are it's it's actually yes and both and <laughs> um, because Facebook we like to share uh, you know uh, kind of behind the scenes uh, photos from all of our shows and fun music videos that we are, we uh, are a part of, and then also um, you can listen to our music for free at animalfarmband.com. The new album will be released in the. Um, this in the next couple of days, you can find it on SoundCloud. You just got to search hard. It's in the process of being released across all digital 
Cool. Well, yeah. uh, maybe we'll we'll play a song at the end. Is that cool, yeah. you guys? Um, you can just replace the interview and just play our songs. <laughs> um, well, I want to say uh, this is uh, unsolicited, but the as a musician listening to Animal Farm is uh, is intriguing because it's not just chords. You're not just playing like GCD. You're doing interesting, fun things. The uh, the hippopotamus song is in. Five four, which I I could not clap for you. Well, I could clap for you, but you know, uh, I just think that uh, this is not to. There you go. This is not to. Uh, this is not to put down any kids artist, but I do think that like the the thought to musicality that you all are putting into this is is really a. It's a good thing. You're not dumbing it down for anyone. That's really really nice. So um, kudos to you guys for doing that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the. One of the values that Seth and I have uh, independently developed as educators is that um, kids are brilliant. And the job of a, an educator or an artist is not simply to um, see kids as an empty cup or a dry sponge that needs to be filled uh, with knowledge, but rather as a, you know, a cognizant being who, who has all sorts of wisdom and intelligence and insight inside of them. And our job as teachers and artists are to kind of create spaces where they can um, express that and, and, and grow and be challenged. And so um, we really value the opportunity to mix our art uh, and, and write music that is thoughtful um, with our, our passion for teaching and our, our, our belief in, in building community around art and music and education. Nice. Well, I want to thank you guys for taking some time. Uh, Chicago area, good stuff posse, mount up and go find Animal Farm this summer. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys and wish you that we'll be around in Chicago. Well, we'll see you in August. That's what I'll say. Thank you guys so Woo! much. Thank good you. Good stuff podcast live in August at our house. Peace. <laughs> thank you. We're in. Thanks again to the guys in Animal Farm for talking with me. I think that their album is great. You should definitely check it out. It's available anywhere that you get your music. And now here is the song Hippopotamus in its entirety. The sun was still asleep I wandered towards the bay And slowly dragged my feet At once I felt a pulse A groovy beat in five I heard a joyful roar And felt the funky jive of Hippopotamus, Hippopotamus Before the sun, the hippos have their fun. The day's too hot to dance, the sun will scorch the skin. But when the dusk arrives, a thundering waltz begins with Hippopotamus, Hippopotamus. Thomas, Hippopotamus, 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 